Welcome back once again to Life in HD with Hilario and David. We've been away for a long time. Uh, it's like a little bit of a break. The end of last season, starting season two, if you will. Oh, okay, yeah, we can uh, get started with season two. Um, it's been a while. What's uh, what's what's new with you, H? Not much, man. Um, getting old. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I think I threw my back. Doing what? I don't know. Woke up and I was hurting. It was pretty intense and uh it's been a big wake-up call for those who don't remember i'm 22 he's 27 so possibly 28 are you but, really yeah in july oh yeah i didn't know what are we gonna do for your birthday i don't know hey we could actually go to florida for my birthday dude there's a possibility i'm gonna get promoted in july too so oh, okay. we will we'll pop bottles <laughs> we'll be we'll be celebrating properly absolutely all that good stuff well we were supposed to go to this last vegas trip that was supposed to be for my birthday to send technically but yeah we can do something else too we can just go down to cincinnati birthday. again or something that video you put together from the other night when we went out or from a couple weeks ago when we went out uh ended up really cool like yeah it was funny and we didn't even have a whole lot of footage to work with it was just like a clips here and there in the pictures mm-hmm. uh the video david is referring to is on our youtube page go check it out uh, we went to a trivia night here in cincinnati for the office bar crawl bar crawl yeah and it was a uh, it's actually pretty fun i had a lot of fun when we first got there i was like all right it's gonna be sketch i don't know i wasn't i, don't, I did not know how i was feeling about it mm-hmm. but it got better and better i mean the more you drink you know the oh yeah it gets. uh special mention to the uh the dude that we met on top of the rooftop bar who just fucking whipped out a nine inch dildo oh yeah um, i was i was weird i did not know what was going on i was like whoa what the hell we were all losing our shit like <laughs> we had we had to mention that story that was hilarious that's like yeah. unscripted like you you can't even make that up that was amazing i recorded part of it but i didn't want to put it in the video because out of context and the fast pace of the video it was just going to be like what <laughs> and i just put you know i included them but uh just a couple seconds you just casually dropped that part in there we were i mean yeah we were all losing our collective minds um it was fun it was it was definitely a lot of fun uh i want to go back to the rooftop bar again yeah i'd be wanting to go back but i've been either busy on the weekends or out of town or it's like this weekend's gonna be raining so it sucks great but yeah we gotta get back there because uh, we cannot let summer pass again and not you know let's take a yeah, I mean, fortunately for us, summer just started. You know, summer technically hasn't even started yet. You know, it's June. June. That's what I keep hearing, but it feels already like it's almost midsummer. Like, well, yeah, I for agree, my job, uh, like I'm already focusing on back to school. It's coming like, up in a couple hell? months. Yeah, I know, but that's like the end of summer when people go back to school. It's like, yeah, I know. But then summer's over. We're definitely gonna have to plan some stuff out, and we'll have to, and we'll have plenty of topics to cover on the podcast. Um, all that good stuff uh recently we we actually really haven't i don't know about you but i haven't been doing a whole lot of stuff lately i have a friend who works in a movie theater though and he's been getting me in to see some uh movies lately for free and i've been drinking each time because hook a brother up david oh yeah absolutely open invite um (laughs) (laughs) but we went and saw john wick three um i did uh, Hilario has not seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I will. That's definitely something that I got to do soon. Absolutely. Um, might talk about spoilers, so there's your warning right there. Um, I also went and saw Godzilla. Well, not about, yeah, not spoilers about John Wake, I hope. 
Oh, yeah. Actually, I probably shouldn't spoil too much since you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I was going to say, David, uh, you better shut up. Yeah. Shut your mouth, boy. I'll spoil the whole thing for a Godzilla if <laughs> we get to that. But oh, yeah, Godzilla. So what's going on with Godzilla? Because we were talking about it earlier, and you mentioned all the characters. Has this been like, was it a cartoon, or how do you know these characters? I only know these characters from a video game my stepbrother had. Okay. This was years ago. So, like, the name Rodan and uh, King Ghidorah and everything like that, it, I recognize it because those were playable characters in this game that we used to play all the time, and it was a lot of fun. Um, plus, you know, they mentioned them in the movie and whatnot. I didn't know uh, Godzilla and Mothrak were allies, though. Mothrak's just this big moth. And there's this fight scene at the very end where it's, Godzilla and Mothrak versus King Ghidorah and Rodan, Rodan or I, I honestly don't know how to pronounce his name, so don't kill me in the comments. Um, but he's like this big, like pterodactyl. It's on fire, looking. Yeah, thing. he's in the previous. I think I've seen it. Well, there was a bunch of monsters on the preview for the movie. He was awesome, and I will say I was buzzed when I watched that movie because I'd been drinking a little bit, um, and all the critics, in my opinion. Like, what they say is correct, but at the same time, they kind of asked for more monster fights, and they absolutely delivered on that. It was fantastic. Like, uh, the first the first Godzilla versus King Ghidorah fight's in the middle of the ocean, and they're like, oh, we're going to test this new weapon out and try and kill both of them at once, and it's like, okay. Like, after the ending of the first Godzilla, it's like Godzilla proved to be not only peaceful, but he took care of the other monster, the kaijus that showed up. So I was a little confused as to why we were trying to kill him. So it's supposed to be like a second part to the last Godzilla movie? It's a continuation. Gotcha. Um, the movie starts out with, like, these people want to bring back, like, all the kaijus because the Earth is overpopulated or something. I, I honestly can't remember because not only was I buzzed, there was I just an idea. didn't care. Trump. Listen. Bring back the kaijus. <laughs> um, Just kidding. No, the, like the, some of the characters' motivations, and this dude hates Godzilla because his son died as like a collateral damage thing to the first movie. Tends to happen. And it's like, okay, so he accidentally died. Uh, a lot of people accidentally died, and now you're just like, oh, I got to kill this thing just cause. Like, like I get it. You, you don't have to like the guy, but he does save him at the very end of the movie. Ironically. And it's the, the the one thing I might complain about is they actually kill Godzilla like halfway through the movie. So like the third act of the movie is all the other kaijus just wrecking everything, completely destroying cities and everything. And they're all like going to go meet King Ghidorah in New York, I think, of all places, of course. And so they're like, oh, Godzilla's not dead. We got to bring him back. So what do they do to bring him back? They hit him with a nuke again. As one does. They, they killed him with a nuke. Or it was like a hydrogen bomb or something like that. It was no, it was an anti-oxygen something or other. Didn't phase King Ghidorah. Killed Godzilla, at least we thought. And then at the very end of the movie, uh, Ken Watanabe is like, "We got to nuke him again." So he delivers a nuke like right next to Godzilla, and Godzilla just like opens his eyes and looks at him, and then the nuke goes off, killing his character. And somehow bringing Godzilla back to life. And the best part is, I, I really enjoyed this. It's already like out of the realm of possibility. Like, oh, hey, we'll, we'll hit him with a nuke and that'll solve all our problems. It, it gives him so much energy that he literally can't contain it. And he just like starts popping off like a champagne cork. Ugh. Which I thought was fantastic. I mean, I loved it. 
he he just like starts hitting everybody with these shock waves, like not even because he wants to, just because he's got so much power building. From the nuke. Y- yeah, from the nuke. Like there's uh. just too much energy. <laughs> like they'll eat nukes in the first movie, and then in the second one, you hit him with one actual nuke, and he's just like, "I'm too powerful now. I'm literally just all gonna. Right. My body can't contain all this energy." So. I enjoyed it thoroughly. The alcohol might have had something to do with that. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, they did deliver. There were more monster fights. There were more monsters. They set it up for uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. I'm definitely going to go see that. Um, and yeah, that's my that's my thoughts on Godzilla. If you haven't it's seen it, if you enjoy the monster fights, you'll definitely find something to enjoy. If you don't, if you can turn a blind eye to the human characters and stuff, Ice Cube's son did a good job. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Oh, he's in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's one of the soldiers. I, I liked his character mostly just because of face recognition. I just liked him. Another movie talking about Ice Cube's son uh, that was on TV the other day, and I was watching it. Den of Thieves. What mm-hmm. a great movie. Mm-hmm. Great movie. I was watching it with somebody, uh, my uh, somebody else, and they're like, "Wait, is that Ice Cube?" And I was like, "No, it's actually his son." <laughs> now I want to watch that again. I love that movie. Like you and me went and saw that one time. That was like just a Tuesday afternoon, and you were like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Nothing." Like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Let's go see a movie." Cool. Yeah, that was a great movie. I went to see it that time, and then another time in theaters, and then I, I was gonna buy the DVD, but I haven't. Then I saw it on TV. It's great. I was gonna so. say I picked up the Blu-ray. I've got it in my house, so. Movie night. Oh, yeah. Sometime. No, that's that's it. That's all the movies that are going on right now, right? I mean, what else have you seen? Anything in theaters? I mean, we talked about the Avengers last time, so I'm trying to think of uh, what else is out, what else is coming out. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I want to go see Anna, because it looks like John Wick, but with a girl. Oh, yeah. That looks good. It looks like Atomic Blonde, which I, I love that movie, too. I didn't see that one. I own that too, so I'll bring that over some night. We can watch Atomic Blonde. It's basically John Wick with a girl and like neo noir, Berlin, alternative history type stuff. It's a good movie. I don't think it it's looked as good. interesting, yeah. But then got some mixed reviews, so I didn't. I didn't end up going to see it. But uh, yeah, I love Charlize Theron. Something about her. Sound. The soundtrack slapped. Oh yeah, I loved it. I've been. So I get free Apple Music. If you have Verizon and you have like an unlimited, beyond unlimited data plan, you get free Apple Music. Uh, there's your uh, PSA of the day. So you can activate it and you can use it for free. So I've been listening to like whole albums for like old movies and whatnot and like some good stuff going on. I've been listening to the Cardinals of the Galaxy whole album. There's a bunch of old, old songs, but I've never heard them before, you know, like fully. They're great. So. I can I can get down with old music. I I do like like that movie set in the '80s, and they play like a bunch of old songs, like uh, Der Kommissar, which I like that song. Um, they remixed some. They remixed a song called Blue Monday, um, which just is like they played at the very beginning of the movie, and I thought it was awesome. It's just I like electronic music in general, mm. but the opening scene's pretty cool. This isn't really spoiler territory. Um, uh, there's this guy running away from somebody and it's like playing this song in the background and somebody hits him with a car and as soon as he gets hit like this song like kind of cuts out and it's like oh it's playing over the dude's radio what is that for what movie atomic blonde that's the oh. opening scene opening scene john wick's pretty good too though he fights an nba player <laughs> they got uh he fought a fucking sumo reservoir last time so oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean 
I want to talk to you about John Wick, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, hold off on that. I'll, I might go watch it this weekend since it's supposed to rain all fucking week coming up. But uh, yeah, we can talk about it next time. Absolutely, absolutely. Whenever next time is, here and hopefully, maybe a bit more frequent. Yeah, here in the next couple of weeks. I mean, with the beginning of summer and everything going on, I have been. Uh, well, not this week because, again, my back has been all messed up, which I didn't know was my back. At first, I thought I was going to, like, get a cold or something because I was so achy. And, uh, yeah, today it's just uh, it was just my back, my lower back and my right leg. So we'll see what the status is tomorrow. But I had been going out, going out to the gym every single day for, the, for like, three and a half weeks. It's pretty good. I lost, like, seven pounds. But then, again, I kind of went on vacation this past weekend and then just... Uh, I've been back due to physical illnesses. How's uh, your gym routines going on? Still going every day? Pretty good. Not every day. Um, I've been going at 5 a.m. with Jake since he works third shifts. Um, I'm going tomorrow morning, so I don't want to be up crazy late tonight. Um, I'm thinking about going and seeing a nutritionist, actually, because I want to get, like, a whole breakdown of everything, like what I eat, what I should be eating. Like, I think I'm eating right, but I don't think I eat enough. Because I just tend to binge mm-hmm. a lot more than I want to. Which, yeah. for those who don't know, that is a disorder. Binge eating is not fun. Well, have you tried just cutting off the bad stuff? Because like those three weeks that I told you, three and a half weeks that I was going to the gym every day, I actually started four weeks ago. But the first week was just getting my uh, nutrition back on track. Like I was having like bad, bad, bad cravings. The first week, first two days especially, for not going to get fast food. Because, dude, that's what I was eating. Like, every time for lunch, just get something fast food real quick. Dinner, you know, if you don't want to cook, just go get some Chipotle or whatever. So, yeah, I cut off all fast food. I cut off all soda and stuff. And I was having, like, bad withdrawals the first week. And then the second week is when I started, like, going to the gym every day. But I felt like shit. Yeah. I mean. So, and, then, and then I try to eat some bad stuff and like i couldn't even put it down just because like I, I just couldn't do it like it was just like uh so full and it was just like i wasn't feeling good and it makes you feel crappy yeah yeah it makes you feel like crap it really does but i mean they if you don't eat enough your body actually makes you crave those bad things because it knows they're dense in calories so your body will like trick you to be like hey you should go eat some wendy's or mcdonald's or chipotle or something which is just your body's way of saying, hey, I'm hungry. So mm-hmm. I'm inclined to think I would binge less if I ate more, but I don't know how much I should be eating in order to lose weight. Like I'm try- I am want to cut down to about 15% body fat. I'm currently about 25, but I don't know how to do that. What are you down to weight-wise? I haven't weighed myself in a while. I would guess I'm around 200. That's just like off the top of my head. I'm probably in the neighborhood of 200 pounds. That's not bad. Oh, no, it's not bad at all. I'm not unhappy with where I am. So when you're at the gym, are you, like, increasing your weights, or what are you doing? Yeah, my bench has actually gone up a lot. Like, you remember, I never put on more than, like, 135 on the bench. Like, I'm doing 185 now. Nice. So I'm definitely getting stronger. I'm not complaining about that. I eat a ton of protein. I honestly might eat too much protein, not enough fats or carbs, but... This is why I want to talk to a nutritionist, so yeah, I can no. be like, hey, should I be eating more carbs? Should I be eating less? Should I be, like, all that kind then of stuff. Then let us know what's going on. Well, for the carbs, I think, like, you should just try to eat as much vegetables as you want. You, like, not even worry about those carbs. But if you're talking about breads and such, then, yeah, that's really bad. And fats, I agree with you. Like, fat is not bad. Like, if it's, like, you know, healthy fats, like nuts or avocados or, like, 
some uh, olive oil to cook with or whatever. But if yeah, if you're eating fry food, that's probably not a good fat. I mean, it's the same thing with uh, all three of your macronutrients, you know, protein, carbs, and fats. There's good protein, there's bad protein. There's good carbs, there's bad carbs. There's good fat, there's bad fat. So it's all about that. And generally, I can keep my diet pretty clean. But just like in an afternoon, I'll just go downstairs. And this is the part I hate about still living at home. I open my fridge and just see like, you know, pizza rolls, ice cream, um, just like all these easy gratification things. And I'm like, if I'm living on my own, I wouldn't even buy this stuff to where I could come downstairs and just be like, this all looks so good. I'm going to tear the house down. Like literally that'll happen to me like once or twice a week. Have you been, have you tried before you start binging just like drink one or two glasses of water? I usually will, but it's more of a psychological thing, honestly. Like I don't yeah. have the healthiest relationship with food. Like I said, oh, same. I don't really I do it cause I want to, I mean, I do maybe my self control just isn't as good as some other people, but like, I don't know. I don't know why the cravings get so bad. It sucks. Well, it's like a vicious cycle. I mean, you you like condition your body to do that because like if you go out and you stuff yourself one time, you know you you don't feel comfortable. You feel mm-hmm. like crap. Oh yeah. But uh, what I, what I noticed is like when I did that the next time or even the same day later, like I would feel so hungry even if I was full. But if I did not feel like I was going to explode, like I I was not satisfied until I almost made myself you know like sick. And then it's just like you got to break that cycle. That's why I said like about the water because I know that worked for me. But uh, also like when I wanted to eat like something really bad, like I always was craving like, oh, I want to get like yeah, a burger or, or Chick-fil-A or something. Mm-hmm. And then I would eat, drink the water and that helps you for like a few minutes. And then I bought like a bunch of just lettuce from the store and I got some uh, dressing too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't put a whole lot of dressing. I would just put it on the side and just kind of like dip it in whatever was touching my tongue and then just... Uh, I would eat that. I would eat a couple of cucumbers. And then if I was still hungry, I would tell myself, all right, then maybe I'll get something, you know, from the store or like fast food. But at that point, like I was feeling already my, my binging needs were already kind of controlled. So I didn't have to go out and do that. I'll be like, all right, I'm, maybe I'll do it tomorrow. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'll do it tomorrow. And that's what like helped me get out, get out of that cycle. Cause I was just like, making myself sick dude it was bad yeah my biggest issue is it's like oh we we bring in donuts at work or something like that like if i have one i can't sit back and be like oh today's not a wash like all the extra calories i take in today like it's not a big deal so instead of like doing damage control and just being like i had a donut sure that's fine i'll run an extra 20 minutes at the gym tonight no i'll go out of my way to eat as many donuts as i like Mm. just because like again i don't have the healthiest relationship with food and if you've never been extremely fat or had any sort of um issues with food then it might sound really foreign to you which i totally get i'm not trying to come on here and be like oh i have a disease or anything like that it's not fun but at the same time i'm doing decently well to control it at least so yeah no it's hard i mean like i said it's you get used to it, and then it sucks. It's like an addiction. I haven't gained all the weight back, so, you know. Yeah. That. that month that I got back, like I said, I lost seven pounds, and it wasn't just, like, water weight because uh, uh, I drank a ton of water the very last time before I uh, weighed myself, and I had a good meal, had a large, fairly, you know, large meal with, like, a bunch of salt and water and whatever. Right. So I know that I wasn't, like, dehydrated. I didn't want to be just kind of, like go out and run five miles the day before and then just be completely dehydrated the next day. Oh, absolutely not. So I did that, and I, so I know I had the water in me, 
uh, and I was still weighing in like seven pounds below where I started. So that was pretty good for me. I was like, okay, that's not bad at all. Uh, just got to get back to it. But I was also doing intermittent fasting to the point where I was having one meal a day. And that was great. I had so much more free time. Oh, I believe it. Brent did that for a little while. Um, yeah, it's definitely not a long term. This is what some people don't understand. Even some of my close people, like I'll be telling them, it's like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing. And they're like, well, that's not healthy. You should be going for like healthy foods and stuff. It's like, I completely understand. But if I do that, then I'm going to probably maintain or drop weight very, very, very slow. And like, I've been very unhealthy to like drastically unhealthy. Now I have to do something drastic too to see the result. And then once I'm in a happy place and a good weight place, then I can, you know, focus more on like healthy. But like I need to do something right now, something to like make some changes happen. It's like everybody wants results and they want them fast. And it's like, like and I'm, I'm, I'm no different. I wanted results and I wanted them fast. So I took drastic measures, dropped 50 pounds in three months. I mean. Right. And it's not sustainable. It's not like, you know, you're going to be gone in a year. You're not going to disappear from the earth. You know, you'll. Drop those 50, 100 pounds, and then, like, yeah, you start just being healthier. And Welcome to the rest of your life. Yeah, continue working out and just eating a little more than you were before. And this uh, intermittent fasting, some people can do it for months, but I don't think it's, like, 100% sustainable. I don't think you should be like, oh, no, I can't do this, or I can't go out because uh, it's going to it's gonna mess with my fast. Like, no, just enjoy yourself, you know? Yeah. Do it when you can. That's the crappiest thing when your friends invite you out to eat or, like, working at a pizza joint, too, just sucks. Like, you know, I'm constantly surrounded by all this delicious food, and it's like, I don't want to eat any. But then you break down some nights, have yourself a little pizza, stuff like that. So it's not fun. That will happen. Not to mention at work, they always bring in donuts and stuff, like I was saying. Like, there's always food there. Like, there's bags of chips in the back, and it's like can't stop at one yeah well let's let's try to link pain to uh fatness because that also helps so what i mean by that is uh, my knees not necessarily but uh just because i hadn't ran in a while one mile was like awful something yeah sometimes i can run like two three miles on a one like without like stopping stopping and sometimes I can't even get myself to run a full mile. Like, it's just my body's just, like, hurting. But, um, no, so if you run a mile, that's about 100, 120 calories. That sucks. No matter how like, fast you do it. Yeah, a donut, a large banana, or a can of soda. It's about the same calories that you would burn running. So when you, when you start associating, like, um... 100 calories to one mile and like the struggle to it is to like finish a full mile that makes you look at food a little bit differently it's like do i really want to put this tack crunchy taco bell taco in me it's 170 calories about a mile and a half it's like uh, uh i'd rather not so do we even have to though, talk about taco bell <laughs> yeah even though ta- those tacos are actually not the worst like it's actually pretty good because uh i mean you get your carbs from the tortilla shell but like in inside is mainly uh meat and seasoning season is like zero calories and meat it's protein and it's fatty but that's not like crazy fat and so uh it's actually one one of those foods like i have this app uh for from under armor that counts your calories mm-hmm. that that food actually has like a green check mark because it's pretty balanced like it doesn't have a ton a ton or any sugar 
has a little bit of sugar. I'm sure every restaurant puts sugar in their stuff. Absolutely. But the sugar is what gets you. You know, like it's they sneak it in to make it taste better. But like you know, it's just awful for you. You know, what's really interesting. Um, when I learned about sugar, um, sugar is one reason a lot of people can't lose weight because mm-hmm. people just love drinking their sodas and stuff like that. Or even just sport, sports drinks. If you go to the gym, it's like, oh, I'm going to be healthy, and they get a Powerade or a Gatorade. Right there, it's like 180 you know, calories. That's a little different, though. Well, it's because of sugar. I'm saying, you know, like, if you didn't have sugar, which actually Gatorade now has like a zero uh, sugar. It's called zero. Uh, but it basically just has salt, magnesium, and like that's it. Yeah, but you the thing about Gatorade is there's a reason athletes drink it. It's because you need to replenish what you're losing, and it helps keep you in the be- in your peak performance while you're actually doing it. If you're just sitting on the couch drinking a Powerade or a Gatorade, that's a yeah. terrible idea. No, yeah, but have you like you know what actually what's in, in uh, uh, Gatorade and stuff? Oh yeah, I mean I've looked at the labels and stuff before. I know there's sugar in it and everything. Oh yeah, and the regular one, but like the biggest percentage i guess it's salt mm-hmm. salt sink and magnesium i think and gatorade and i completely agree because that first week after i uh got my foot under control i was like all right i'm not gonna drink, like have a lot of like sweets or whatever and i forgot to like get those minerals back in me and like you've seen how much i sweat like i was running a couple miles at the end of my workouts and i would have you know the the white ring on a black undershirt uh, and it's basically salt. So I wasn't like eating a lot of salt. I was like cutting it off. And then the next, after like three days, I was cramping up. Everything was cramping up. My calves, my yeah. arms, my back. Dude, have you been trying, or my abs? Have you, like, <laughs> I have on the abs underneath my fat. But like, have you ever tried to stretch your abs? Like, it's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like anything, any, like, ex- like any extraneous activity in my muscles was like making me cramp up and then i was like oh yeah i probably need some salt so i went and got some bananas started putting some uh pink salt on like stuff just extra fix the problem right away then i went and looked at those gatorades magnesium sodium that's what it is i mean that's why it tastes so good yeah that's why athletes drink it because you when you sweat you lose salt and it's important to replenish that to keep you loose keep your muscles functioning properly Mm -hmm. i learned the hard way that working out on extremely low salt is a terrible idea so what happened to you because for me i've always had the issue with the cramps because i sweat so much i get rid of salt so quickly so i need to like really replenish you just cramp up yeah okay so you have the same thing it just sucks you feel lifeless like you just feel completely exhausted and everything you're trying to lift and you're cramping up in the middle of the workout oh horrible feeling i hate it i mean and i was like oh yeah maybe i should uh, start eating more salt and it's like you just feel better. Mm-hmm. Like, lo and behold, you actually need salt. A lot of people seem to think you need sugar. You don't. I don't know. Um, and I was going to get to this a little earlier. The recommended amount for anybody who doesn't know, and I didn't know this for the longest time, so if you didn't know, the recommended daily amount of sugar you're supposed to intake, or what you shouldn't go over because you're not really supposed to intake sugar. For a man, do you want to take a guess as to how many grams of sugar you shouldn't really go over a day? I just saw this actually like a month ago, but it was like something very low, like 10 milligrams or something like that a day or a week. That's like that. that was, no, it's not. That's nothing at all. How much were you saying? I read a couple of studies that said you're not supposed to, as a man, you're not really supposed to go over between 35 and like 37 grams a day. Which grams. Okay. That's half of a soda. 
Um, and for women, it's even lower. They're not supposed to go over 24 grams a day. And yeah, that's because your body converts carbs or anything else into sugar. One gram know? of sugar is four calories. I learned that recently. So What is it? One gram of sugar is four calories when your body digests it. So take that soda that has 60, multiply that by four, and add that to the calories on top of what's already in it. Here's another fun fact for you that I learned in a nutrition class. How much, how many carbs do you think one gram of fat is? I don't know. Nine. Nine? Well, like, you know how you're saying, like, what was it milligram or gram that you said? Oh, gram. Sure. Okay. A gram. That's, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, I think nine is f- for fat. And then alcohol, it's a little worse than fat. It's higher. It's like 12. <laughs> so if that like makes you drink. think, you're like, why? Well, it's because your body converts alcohol into sugar, and then it's worse, you know, because it's just a Lovely. lot easier to ingest. Not to mention it spikes your blood sugar and everything. I mean, that's why a lot of sugar is linked to diabetes and everything. That's why you really don't want to intake that much sugar. I really, mm-hmm. on days that I stick to my diet, I barely intake any sugar like i'm probably right around that 35 grams a day if not lower probably closer to 20 like because i really just don't eat foods that have sugar in it i eat a lot of broccoli turkey um rice uh salsa like i get i get plenty of salt but i really don't eat that much sugar i know there's a little bit here and there but in the grand scheme of things most of the stuff I eat is sugar-free. The only thing I can think of that I'm like, oh, yeah, I know this has sugar in it is the peanut butter that I eat. But even then, if I really wanted to, I could use PB2 or, uh, like, there's protein peanut butters you can buy that are much lower in sugar. Mm-hmm. But I don't, so. Everything's artificial these days. Even the protein I drink is artificially sweetened. So. Yeah, I mean, you just got to watch it. I mean, everything in moderation, they say, and I agree. Also, if you've never had Bang before, uh, shout out to Bang. Um, it's probably the healthiest energy drink on the market right now. Uh, zero calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, all that kind of stuff. 300 milligrams of caffeine. It packs a punch. That's twice as much as Monster. It's zero calories. Um, it's still carbonated. It's still very much like a soda. But like I had one today and didn't even really think twice about it. Because it's... Oh, man, and it gave me a kick, too. It, See, I've never had any of those, but like, I didn't know I had that much caffeine. It'll wake you up. So, like, yeah, I might, had, I might have to try it out every now and then. I didn't have the shakes or anything. Like, if I have way too much caffeine, all my hands will, like, shake and stuff. But that didn't happen. It gave me a really nice rush, though. I was just kind of, like, tapping my fingers on the table at, at work. Because I just had all this extra energy, and I'm like, I don't really know what to do with this now. So, it also has creatine in it. It kind of is a pre-workout that's carbonated i wouldn't recommend drinking it a lot but at the same time you could do a whole lot worse no like red bull and monsters full of sugar so oh yeah they're great (laughs) red bull vodka it'll give you wings for sure absolutely crack one open and jump off the rooftop bar (sighs) yeah don't do that don't drink and drive don't jump out of places so i've been meaning to ask you so uh since you're a permanent lebanon resident have you seen anything going on now that there's a dispensary opening lebanon oh absolutely do we get a lot of people from out of town now what's going on there's actually there were um, where is it at first of all it's over by the walmart in lebanon Um, okay for anybody from lebanon listening if you somehow live under a rock and didn't know about this 
Uh, it's right by uh, Avail Vapor and the GameStop. It's in that little strip. It's right oh, next. Really? It's right next to a gym. Interestingly enough. Wow. And I went over to visit. Because I was curious to see if I could go inside and everything. That place is very Can you secure. Go inside? I am not allowed inside. <laughs> I didn't actually try to go to the door. We went to one of the shops nearby and we were talking to them about it. And they were like, yeah, you need this special card to get in and everything. Like, just to get in. Yeah, no, because it's very strictly regulated in Ohio right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the first one. And Do uh, we even mention what we're talking about? We're talking about a marijuana dispensary that opened mm-hmm. in Lebanon. Just. Uh, marijuana dispensary and uh the bank i work at we have the account for them because there's only two uh, financial institutions in all of southeast southwest ohio that will actually open accounts for them which is lots of fun um i'm legally obligated to not get into specifics but there's a lot of money coming through that account so oh, yeah, i'm sure i mean it's one of the only ones in southwest ohio right it's I think the that's, only one in southwest yeah, ohio i right talking now. about that so that's why I wonder if anybody was coming from out of town or just... Uh, oh, yeah. One of the ladies I work with <coughs> told me that on the first couple of days, there was a line outside the door. Yeah, I saw that. That's the article I saw. There was a line of people. Oh, yeah. Everybody really wants their marijuana. I mean... Yeah, it should... I mean, you know, if it's helping people, I don't really care. As long as they're not driving. I'm just sitting here like it's about damn time we finally did this. Like, I'm seeing everything that's coming through that account, and it's just really eye-opening when you realize exactly how much marijuana can make i mean i'm shocked they didn't do this earlier um dude i mean the numbers coming out of uh, the first year that it was legal in colorado they made like one to three billion dollars extra that the government of colorado was able to tax so the government made out a ton of money as well oh yeah but just out of the sale of like legal marijuana like they made billions you know and now it's oregon California, Washington. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of documentaries that like really are eye-opening on Netflix. I was watching one of them, and there was this lady, and she didn't even like. She wasn't like too much into it, but she lived in the desert of California, and what she did, she would make like these big warehouses, and she would grow it, and uh, she'd say that she would she could turn uh, the crops inside of the warehouse because it was like very secure and all that. She could turn them four times a year, and that would make her over $10 million every time she would, like, harvest. Very nice. So, at least $40 million a year. Hmm. That's insane. Oh, yeah. Now, that was when it was first starting, you know, like, now that everybody's, uh, um, you know, selling it and growing it and everything. Now, I don't know how it is, because uh, I don't know if you've heard Portland, Oregon. Like, they're having issues selling it because uh it's too much yeah it's too much now and i mean if they could sell it to the whole country like wouldn't be an issue but i mean whatever it's grown in oregon has to be consumed in oregon quote unquote stoners unite get your cards <laughs> i don't know what you need like medically to actually get one of those cards i mean i was kind of curious you can i could go inside if i wanted to if i set up an appointment with them and i was like hey i want to like talk to you guys about like my disorder i don't have one Mm-hmm. But if I did, I could be like, hey, I want to go inside, talk to you guys, like, see what I can do about getting this card. If I had, like, um, I think they actually use it to treat, uh, what is it, anorexia? Because it makes you hungry. So There's a bunch of illnesses, I know, for people that have uh, seizures, people that have uh, 
PTSD. There's a lot. It's like supposed to really help like veterans, any sort of pain instead of like, you know, medications instead of aspirin or instead of uh, painkillers, they use uh, CBD or just marijuana, whatever. That's what I don't understand. Like bringing up CBD, um, which if you don't know is cannabidol, uh, it's basically marijuana without the high. Um, but it has a lot of the same effects. Um, I've taken it a couple times. It's actually a really nice muscle relaxer. Um, it just kind of gives you this nice relaxed feel. You don't get high though. Like that's the thing. So I don't really understand why everybody's like, Oh, we need marijuana to be legal. Like, CBD does a lot of the stuff that marijuana does just mm-hmm. without the high. So that feels kind of stupid. But at the same time, I'm like, why isn't pot legal in general for like recreational consumption? But that's a whole other topic. Yeah, I think it's going to, I thought it was going to be like sooner than, I mean, it looks like it's going to be uh, well, just because a matter of time. Well, I didn't, I didn't think Trump would care. But I know his last, like, attorney general, what's his name? I don't remember his name. But, like, the last one really hated it. He was from, like, Alabama or something, an old guy. And then the new one has said some negative things about it, too. So they're, like, really getting on the way of it. But, like, it's going to happen eventually. Yeah, I don't think you can get the genie back in the bottle. You know, like, all these places that already started it, like Colorado, Think about all the jobs Oregon. getting rid of all the people you'd be screwing over out of their business, like their life's earnings and stuff. Like one thing, all the knowledge, all the labs where they're growing it, like, you know, like all the research, if the law says you have to break it apart, sure. They'll break it apart, but they're not going to tell you where they're going to set it up again. You know, they're, it's not going to, it's not going away. Yeah. It's like, plus like, Oh, I grew all this product or I bought all this product under the guise of it being legal in my state. You know, like, uh, what's the issue here? I think it's just a waiting game and hopefully comes, uh, well, I mean, hopefully not too soon. Cause I've been saving money. You know, if it gets, <laughs> if it comes legal and we have enough money to invest, uh, we might get into it too. The Coming soon. Fee- the unruly pot store, the unruly head shop. Yeah. There you go. I mean, the interesting thing about this is there's so many fees tacked onto this. Like where I work, like the fees that these people are paying just to have the account exist um, they're high. They're real high. Yeah. No pun intended. They're very high. Um, and that's the thing. I think we were talking about this. There's like a hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollar application fee just for even applying to do it. So, oh my God, it's got to be such a headache for the government because the interesting thing is, again, I'm not going to get into specifics here, but for people who don't know, um. Anytime you deposit more than $10,000 cash into an account, regardless of what it is, it doesn't have to be a marijuana dispensary. It can be your personal account. Uh, You have to fill out a form called a CTR, which is a currency currency transaction report, which is reported to the government, which is to help stop terrorism and everything like that. The interesting thing with the marijuana dispensary is because at a federal level, it is still recognized as an illegal and controlled substance. Every time we have to fill out a CTR for these people, we have to fill out a thing called a SAR, which is a, suspic- a suspicious activity report. I cannot speak today. I am sorry. <sighs> so every single time these guys bring in more than 10 k in cash, again, not going to get into the details, but anytime that does happen, we have to fill out a CTR, and then we have to fill out an SAR, and then that gets filed with the government too. Mm-hmm. So it's just a ton of extra paperwork and just all kinds of 
headaches for everyone who's really involved with their affairs. Yeah, so. again, uh, I saw that too on some of those Netflix uh, documentaries. Uh, got the federal government tried to crack down on it because it's still illegal at the federal level. So instead of coming after the shop owners, well, they would come after the bank accounts. So no bank will let you have a, an account with them if you are involved in that business. And they could even shut down your family members' accounts and just try to like make it as hard for you as possible so you don't do it because it's technically illegal federally. But if your state allows it, you know, then mm-hmm. it's okay. But, yeah, it's a headache for everybody involved. It really is. I mean, until it becomes legal at the federal level, it's going to continue to be a headache and... It, it is interesting, actually. Um, whenever you open a business account, uh, and this is everywhere. This isn't just the place I work at. Um, but any financial institution, when you open a business account, typically they're going to have you fill out a questionnaire like inquiring about the business because that's just due diligence. we got to make sure it's up to snuff. And the first question now is, is your business, does it have any relation with the production, sale, or distribution of marijuana? And... In the event that it does these days, you're actually not allowed to, we're not allowed to open the account. We're not allowed to proceed forward with what we actually had for some reason. Hi, everybody. Unfortunately, we lost the last five minutes of this podcast, but basically we just wrapped the episode and uh, said thanks for listening. So I apologize about that, but uh, yeah, thanks for listening.